Angel Talk is a special podcast presented by Raise for Rowan, a nonprofit organization that helps families who have lost a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. For more information on our organization or to start giving today, visit our website at www.raiseforrowan.org. This podcast would not be possible without the incredible, generous support of organizations like Smead Capital Management, Chris Hallett and Edward Jones, J&I Power Equipment, Olympia Orthopedic Associates, Robert McFadden Real Estate, Vickerman CPA Group, Timberland Bank, Academy Mortgage, and listeners just like you. And now, here's the pod. and welcome to Angel Talk. My name is Philip Kerrigan. I am the executive director of Raise for Rowan. We are the nonprofit organization that helps families suffering through the loss of a child with funeral cost assistance and emotional support. I uh, am joined by, as always on the show, the ambitious angel mom herself. Say hello to the people, Bren. Hello, everybody, all our beautiful listeners, and hi, Philip. <laughs> that was, yeah, yeah. This that is, the, that is the voice of somebody who now confidently just stole the show from me and no longer allows me in the room. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. No, I love having him in here. I actually made him do this intro for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. It feels a little feels a little like a blast from the past now. <laughs> uh, no, well, first of all, congratulations to you. You've been, you've been interviewing amazingly. You have improved your interview skills since you've taken over that gig. Well, Good job. Well, thank you, Philip. I, I'm really enjoying it. It's it's kind of fun. Yeah, the the one with you and uh, and Emily, your sister in law. I encourage folks to to go back to a couple weeks ago and listen to that one. That one was really good. You should be, be very proud of yourself. You're like getting the skills. Oh, it's working now. He gives me a big pat on the back every time I see him. Thank you, Philip. It's pretty good because I know how <laughs> nervous you are when you when you get in the room and you're like, oh, now I got to hit record and I actually have to do this. Yeah, it yeah. Can, it's still nerve wracking. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, it can be. Mm-hmm. Well, I remember the first time I ever recorded a podcast. Ever, I hit record. We had had like a light outline, but we had kind of more just been BSing about mm-hmm. what we were going to do. Then I hit record, and we literally stared at each other because yeah. we hadn't talked about who would speak first. Right, and I think I was like shaking, like hands <laughs> yeah. were shaking, palms were sweaty. Yeah, yeah, but it's all right though. Yeah. This was good. This is this is good. We, uh, I was brought back to the podcast booth to uh, do one of our very special, uh, the sounds of RFR, or basically like meet. RFR. Get to know RFR. Get to know we RFR. We have a special guest for you guys. We do have a special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself to the people? Hi, everyone. My name's Lauren Adderley, and I'm the uh, administrative assistant here at Race for Rowan. Yeah, you are. You are uh, our, our new staff member, new-ish. You've been here now for how long? Um, I think in like a couple of days it marks... Two months. Okay, there you go. It's been two months. Uh, you probably have, if you've called in or interacted with uh, the Raise for Rowan e- email inbox at all, Lauren's probably been the one who's answered you. So yep. welcome. Thank you for coming on the show. Yes, Thank welcome. you for having me. Yeah. yeah. It's a pleasure to have you in our, our Angel Talk booth. 
I know. <laughs> I know. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be in it myself. This is great. We have three people in here now. So, guys, Lauren's got this beaming big smile that yes. welcomes you guys into our office. So, stop by anytime. She can help you guys if you want to purchase merchandise, um, answer any questions about the organization. And she also is now the one helping pay the funeral expenses to our angels and or for our angels. Yeah. So, she's been a huge help, and we thank you. Yeah. And a future mountaineer. You are going to oh, yes. which university? I will be attending West Virginia University in the fall. That's awesome. And you're going for? Uh, I'm on like the sports medicine athletic training track. Mm, yeah. um, cool. So the goal is to one day be helping uh, professional and collegiate athletes. That is awesome. Very impressive. Maybe she'll see some good looking athletes. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. That's right. That's right. If you ever want to talk sports, too, by the way, Lauren is an encyclopedia. Good job. I've already been impressed. It's been really fun. That's awesome. So, Lauren, uh, we like to have we like to have the folks who uh, we have on this particular type of podcast talk a little bit about themselves. So, why don't you do that? Tell us where you grew up. Where'd you go to school? And uh, I'm, I'm intri intrigued about the sports medicine thing. You may talk about, like, why all that came to be. Yeah, so I, born and raised in Olympia, lived in the same house my whole life. Um, I'm the youngest of four kids, all girls. Um, so it was always Oof. an adventure yeah. in the house. Yeah. Um, for a long time, it was nonstop. Like, everyone was going, had one sport to play or one place to be, my poor parents. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I can And you guys feel. are all pretty close in age, right? Yeah, so the oldest two are 18 months apart, mm. and then my sister Paige and I were 20 months apart, and mm. there's like a four-year gap in between the two sets. So wow. when I was born, my parents had uh, four kids under seven and under. Yeah, that's... That's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I commend yeah. your parents for, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah, that's yeah. bringing up a lot of feelings. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> 18 months, just Wyatt and Rowan were 18 months apart, and I remember being like, Lord, help me. Like, this is so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, Philip knows, too. Like, oh, when they're yeah. that close together, that is just, that oh, can be yeah. rough. There's some yeah. hard days. Yeah. There's and a lot of great days, but. Yeah. Especially when, especially with Paige and I being so close in age, it was always kind of like, I was always one step behind what she was doing. So when I got there, I was like, well, I want to do it like Paige did, but I want to do it better. Mm -hmm. And I want her to see that I did it better than she ah, did. That's awesome. So very competitive okay. growing up. Competitive household. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's good. That's good. So uh, where? So you went to Olympia High School? No, where did you go to school? Yeah, so I went to Olympia High School. Well, I technically still yeah, go to yeah, Olympia High School. Yeah, sorry about that. School. We should say, you I'm are a, going. Yeah, I'm a senior at Olympia High School. Um, but at the beginning of my junior year, I decided uh, to kind of push myself academically. And I uh, decided to do a program called Running Start. For people who don't know what that is, it's basically when you take classes at your local community college. So I take classes at South Puget Sound and I not only get college credit, but I also get high school credit. Mm. So in 
June, I'll be not only graduating from Olympia High School, but I'll be graduating from South Puget Sound with my AA. Oh, tremendous. Pretty amazing. That's pretty cool. That's really, your your parents should be very proud. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, sure they are proud. Yeah, I'm proud. I'm like, <laughs> this girl is yeah. a, a rock star. Pretty neat. Already, which is yeah. pretty cool. Pretty neat that we get to be one of your first jobs. So that's pretty cool. Can I just say that I can already tell you have such good work ethic. Thank and, you. You know, She's in here, she's focused, she's kind, and she's still doing running start, now working a, you know, more than part-time job. You're doing, you're killing it. You're doing good, girl. Yeah, Yeah, and you know what's funny is uh, one of the first Fridays that you were working here, I had forgotten that you and I had talked about it, but I walked by your desk and you're like zooming as you're working. And I, and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And you were like, well, no, this is this is uh, ASB. I have to still do my government role for ASB. I was like, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I guess I'll let that one slide. You're not watching Netflix at your desk or something. That's cool. No, yeah. But one, you, you come here. Uh, you found your way to us for really two reasons. Number one, you actually do have a relationship with uh, a board member. Uh, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about yeah. that? Yeah. So my cousin, Ange, is a board member. I think she's actually the treasurer, if I'm not she mistaken. She is the treasurer. <laughs> um, and so basically um, she reached out and asked if I would have, if I had any interest in getting in contact with Philip. And I was like, I mean, what's the worst that can happen if I um, – you know, just get in contact and see what happens. So then uh, message Philip. Uh, he asked if I could come into the um, office, did a little, like, interview thing. And then, like, a week or so later, I think I got the call um, asking if I wanted the job. Yeah, yeah. I think, and so that's one way you know right or wrong. The other way, and it's a little bit more of, a, of an interesting and deeper story, is your connection through the service of Race for Rowan. Yes. Can you talk a little bit about your own story of your relationship with Race for Rowan? Yeah. So I, when I was 13, my second oldest sister, her name's Stacia, she, uh, she was 19 at the time. She was on her way back to college. She went to Eastern Washington University, and she was in a one-car rollover accident, um, and she ended up not making it. She was... Um, dead on scene. And so Raise for Rowan helped pay for our funeral expenses and really just reached out in a time when you kind of feel like you're standing on an island just Mm. alone and don't know what to do. Um, And so, I mean, Raise for Rowan really reached out and made sure that our focus was on what it needed to be on family and on each other instead of like trying to you know, pay funeral bills that I didn't even know until I started working can be very expensive. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people are shocked about how much funerals can cost, you know. And, yeah. Um, especially not, like, they usually discount prices for babies and infants and stuff, but if it's, you know, like a, a full-aged, you know. Like a teenager. Teenager. You get, you know, adult prices with yeah. that. And, um, you know, even Rowan's a expenses were over 20,000 and I just know that things add up. I don't yeah, think people sure. really you're never prepared for that. Right. And you don't really I think assume that things are going to be that much. Right. Um but yes, your family 
I just want to say has always been near and dear to my heart, not only because we know of your cousin Angela, but um, your family, they actually own, her cousins own J&I Power Equipment, and they've actually been longtime supporters of Race for Rowan from the very beginning that we started our foundation. And this was well before they had lost Stacia. Mm-hmm. Um, they've always supported, they've always donated and that had started building our relationship. And then when Angela had reached out to me just because she simply did not know what to do or know where to turn when Stacia had passed, there was not a doubt in my mind or our board members' minds or our employees here at the time that like we were fully going to give back as much as we possibly could mm-hmm. to help and assist your family. Um, because it's about, you know, the people that have given to us, like we want to do yeah. in return and give back. Totally. And um, and then who knew, you know, because now we fast forward to a few years later. Yeah. And now we have you as Stacia's little sister working for the organization. Yeah. And I, I just think that goes to show that things come around full circle. Mm-hmm. And um, it's special. It's like meaningful that you're yeah. here. It's, yeah. it's really meaningful to have you in our office and then have you really know what our mission is about mm-hmm. in an unfortunate way. Like, yeah, I don't want you to know what it's about, right. but I'm really happy that you're here right. with us. And I think it makes the work, I don't want to say easier because it's never easy when mm-hmm. we get a grant request um, in, you know, of a baby or a teenager who's passed away. But I do come with a level of understanding mm-hmm. of how, not only how powerful this organization's work is, but just how like important it is to just reach out to the families um, because we don't we don't work too directly with the families all the time. I don't know if people realize that or not. We're pretty much in communication with the funeral homes, but mm-hmm. when we are able to pay whatever amount we are onto a kid's. Um, account, you know, reaching out to the families is one of my favorite things to do and just how they're always so incredibly grateful for what um, we were able to do. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's, this is, I will never have another job like this that I get to do. And I'm so grateful that I've um, was given this opportunity and I felt like it was something, you know, I had to do. Um, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's very cool. And we really do hope that even after you leave us to go to college, yes. that you're coming back when you're on break. Yes. Yeah. yes. Like, hi, temporary work while you're here, right. please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Awesome. Girl, we got events. Right. <laughs> COVID is over. We have events. We get to yes. need you for work. No kidding. No oh. kidding. But it's been, a, it's been great having... Yeah, yeah, it's been great. And you can definitely tell, yeah, I will say that the energy, um, the energy that you can, that you can have with somebody who, because we, you know, you've, you've seen it when we've been here a few times, you have somebody who come in, who is a, who's a recipient of our services. And, uh, and then they, they do actually have a special connection because, you know, Lauren mentions, well, I was also helped then they're instantly like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. that's, that part is really Neat to see. Mm-hmm. So it's very cool. It's kind of an unspoken bond. I don't know if you feel this yeah. way too, but when you meet somebody else that is either, you know, I'm sure for you lost a sibling, mm-hmm. um, and for me it's lost a child, it's like it doesn't matter if it's male, female, young, old. Right. Who it is, when you find out that information, it's like an in- immediate, like, wow, I have a 
connection with you. Right. Because you just realize that you're yeah, not you alone. Know. And mm-hmm. um, I always find out, too, that, like, way more people than I ever expected had maybe suffered the loss of a child that maybe yeah. I've known for, like, 10 years, and then they finally tell me. Or, yeah. you know, I don't know if you ever get that, but it's like, you know, now it just replays in my mind, like, wow, I've, I've seen that person or known that person yeah. for so many mm-hmm. years, and they never shared that with me until, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I lost a child. Or, yeah. You know, and then it's like, wow, I have a different connection on a mm-hmm. different level. Well, even people. looking at the grant requests, we have a space where they can say if they if the angel has siblings yeah. and mm-hmm. they can give like names and ages and reading those, I'm always like my heart just goes out to those people because I know exactly what that feels like, yeah. especially when it's unexpected. I mean, it's never a good time to lose anyone, right. but when it happens in the blink of an eye and there was no forewarning, right. it's just like, I know exactly how that feels. I mean, it literally feels like the rug was pulled out from under you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that part's really interesting. And I think the sibling thing is something that like, I don't know, for me personally has always been something that as we develop programming moving forward, I definitely want to always try and keep them in mind because it's really, really, they they have such a, as you know, like interacting with a few, with a few folks who have lost siblings, there's such a different set of feelings that come uh, with, with the sibling because there's the growing up feelings that you have, period. Mm -hmm. And then those are commingled with this very adult feeling of grief Mm -hmm. uh, or what's viewed as a deeper adult feeling. And you have to feel those and navigate through all that's really, it's got to be kind of tough sometimes. Yeah. I mean, because I'll never know what my parents went through, you know, um, when losing Stacia, because that's a different bond that they had mm-hmm. with that with her than I did. But I know specifically on the siblings part, it's a lot of that what if is kind of always playing through your mind, mm. um, especially, you know, I'm about to graduate high school. And I'm about to, you know, move forward on to the next chapter of going to college. And it's always just kind of like, you know, what would she be doing right now? You know, Um, but yeah, I feel like when you lose a sibling, it's 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 just such an unexplainable feeling. And I feel like that's kind of what it is when you lose anyone. But I mean especially growing up in my family, um, siblings are like, we're just really close. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I feel like your family is a very close-knit. Yeah, and so it was kind of like, you know, you're supposed to have, it was always like, oh, the four Adderley girls. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. you know, you're always supposed to have, always supposed to, was supposed to be a part of that four. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's still, you know, a group of four, but now I just get to see two of them instead of, you know, the three of them. Mm -hmm. And so um, I just think that that's probably the hardest part now is like the, oh, you know, where would she be? Um, How would, you know, my oldest sister is engaged in getting married in the summer of 22. So like, you know, how would she be helping her plan her wedding and stuff like that? It's just kind of like, oh, like that's what I'm, you know, missing out on. Yeah. Yeah. I still feel that way too. Yeah. And I think that's healthy in a way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because you're still, obviously she's still fresh in your mind and and your thoughts. And I think we do whatever we can to try to connect with them and, 
you know, picture like, yeah, what would she be into and what would she be like now? Right. Which is kind of, I mean, on like the trying to connect with them and you asking why I was getting into sports medicine, those kind of go hand in hand. So my... Look at at you circle back like a host. (laughs) That was awesome. Yeah. (laughs) So um, my sister, Stacia, she was a type 1 diabetic. And so she always wanted to go into like the medical field um, as like like an RN Mm -hmm. um, to be able to help kids who were like her you know she wanted to specialize in type 1 diabetes um and so unfortunately she never got to see that chance through but um so I'm kind of stepping into the medical field in a different way but we all grew up playing sports and um I mean I still play like soccer to this day I love it um and so but I've also had my fair share of injuries along mm-hmm. the way. So I was like, when she passed away, I was like, oh, like, you know, I want to help people like she wanted to help people. Um, and then I was like, well, I also really want to be in like the sports world because I I love it. It's, um, I mean, I think it's one of the things that connected all of us. Mm-hmm. And um, so once I found out that there was something that you could combine the two to do. You know, you're still in the sports world, but you're helping people and you're helping them get to their best self in what they love to do. I was like, I was like, this is it. Like, I found it. This is what I want to do. Which is weird because I was like 13 at the time. That doesn't wow. happen very often. Yeah, no, that doesn't happen very often at all. Yeah. yeah. And so it was kind of like, once I figured out that's what I wanted to do, um, I, it was kind of like, it almost felt like she was, she had gotten like a little whisper of like, oh, like this is what your sister's supposed to do. Like, you know, kind of give her, show her the way to do it, mm-hmm. which was really special. And, um, it's something that I feel like will connect us for, I mean, the rest of the time I'm on earth and, yeah. um, so yeah, that's kind of why wow. I'm entering the space. That. that was very I didn't neat. Know that. That's yeah. so yeah. cool. That was really neat. I like that. Do you awesome. feel like, uh, I mean, obviously I know that you, you obviously feel a strong connection with her, but, you know, while you're studying and stuff and, like, planning these moments, like, to go to college and mm-hmm. kind of do this in honor of her, do you feel like she's with you at those times? I do. I mean, there's definitely times, and it's a weird feeling when you feel like they're not there mm-hmm. because when you see pictures of, like, if you, like, Google, like, you know, sibling, you know, child who lost sibling and it's the always them and then, like, the angel is, like, standing behind them. Or an orb. or Right. Yeah, yeah. And there's been points where I'm like, where'd you go? Like, oh, I, wow, really? like I don't feel you and this is, like, oh. unnerving because it's wow. like, does that mean, like, I'm starting to forget you or oh, yeah. does that mean, like, I'm, like, once I'm, start to grow up and move on in my life like will that connection with the years that kind of go by does that mean it's gonna lessen and then one like I won't even be able to picture your face in my head anymore like I was starting to kind of freak out yeah um but then I think I was just at a I was at a place in my life where I was so consumed with grief and I didn't understand Mm -hmm. anything that was going on that I think I was just like in my own head 
Um, but now going through like graduating high school and getting ready to go off to college, like I definitely do feel um, like a strong connection and like she's with me, especially because I'm close to the age she was when she passed away. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, I'll be graduating the same high school she graduated. Um, I'll be... I'll be going to a different college, but, like, still, like, that moving off to college um, feeling. You know, she she went to eastern Washington, so that's, like, four hours away. I'm going a little farther than yeah, four yeah. hours yeah, away. Yeah. But, you know, just, you know, kind of on that same path. So I definitely feel connected to her and, like, she's mm-hmm. here with me. But I think there's definitely been times where I'm like, where did you go? Yeah. Like, mm. Is this the point when you leave me? Like, do you think I'm ready to be on my own? Because I'm not. <laughs> like, hello. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. I've, I I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. totally do. I feel like these. she's bringing up good podcast topics. I that know. We can I know. Later Start on. writing some things down for <laughs> crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, these are good. Yeah. So are you ready for the Desert Island Top 3s? Oh, gosh. You guys, we have to do something fun. You know, we always yeah. do this at yeah. the Get to Know RFR. But yeah. um, I I think I'm okay. ready. I well, already, I know she has good answers. Yeah. Well, this, this girl, yeah. she's got good answers. First of all, this is probably the easiest test you're going to take because you're running start and, and AB <laughs> right. and ASB. So this is these are the easy ones. Right, okay. Uh, but yes, uh, like Bryn said, so especially having you on to talk about, you know, sort of the deeper connection you have with Race for Rome, one of the things we like to do is introduce people to the more fun side of the staff and the board mm-hmm. of, of RFR. So basically, we want them to get to know you. There's no better way to get to know people than go through the top three things that they would bring to Desert Island in various categories. Okay. Are you prepared? <laughs> I I think I'm prepared. I have to tell you, this is one of my favorite uh, little things to do to get to know people because it's the it's simultaneously the best <laughs> and, and cheesiest way to get to know somebody. Oh, for sure. Is to get to know them through their movies and music and all that oh, stuff. Oh, this is always, like, the question when it's, like, get to know me. Like, what would you bring yeah. if you were dis- deserted on an island? Exactly. We expanded that Mm -hmm. to go through the categories. Yeah. So you have to pick your top three things you would bring on a desert island from the three from the four categories we have. We'll start with uh, movies. What are the top three movies that you would bring with you on a desert island? Okay, so I would have to say. One, Saving Private Ryan. Wow. That's a great movie. That is a great movie. Um, actually watched it on the plane ride over to the East Coast. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Great movie. It is a great wow. movie. Um, two, I love The Blind Side. That's oh, another like, yeah. favorite That's movie of mine. One. I think you um, like, you've, Have you seen it? Don't know. I think, you, <laughs> I think you'd like it. It's actually really good. Yeah. Sandra Bullock's great in it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the like inner teenager and me slash little child is coming out oh, i would probably have to say tangled it's like my favorite princess tangled, movie. The disney movie yeah oh yeah that's cute yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I never get tired of it okay yeah. so we've that's got awesome. well, you you ran the gambit we <laughs> yeah. have saving private ryan which i would have never guessed and, but yeah. now i understand because i'm like you're kind of a deep yeah. thoughted like I don't know. Well, it's, yeah, and it's surprisingly actually rewatchable. 
You can oh, yeah. we could rewatch Saving Private Ryan. There's some pretty amazing parts in that. Oh movie. yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Saving Private <laughs> Ryan Tangled and Blindside. That is a that is an eclectic mixture, but you're gonna be entertained. Uh, yeah. Desert Island uh, top three of the songs slash music you would bring. So now you can bring it. We kind of fudged like on the artist. rules of this. You can bring an artist, like music, okay. uh, the general artist you would listen to a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't necessarily need to nail just songs, just okay, music in general. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, this is hard. I listen to a lot of music, and I'm very wide range I was about on to what say, I listen I was, to. I was wondering if Brynn and I would have ever heard of any of the artists you're about to bring up. Yeah, so we'll I mean, see. probably because, <laughs> I mean, you probably have. So I'm going to first pull from, like, the classic rock genre, which okay. is what I grew up on. Okay. Um, I'm bringing Bon Jovi with oh, me. God. Yes. Like, wow. not a girl. Like, the, the <laughs> hits that he has. Sure, okay. yeah. sure. Um, sure. Then I'm going to pull from country. Okay. And I'm going to say I'm bringing. Hmm. I'm saying I'm bringing Carrie Underwood with me. Oh, I saw. I saw. <laughs> yeah, I can see this in yeah. you. I, okay. I, I it's like painting a whole new picture for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. see, this is I, what I'm saying. I, I saw her live. Hey, she's great. Amazing. Okay. She does have a like goddess voice. Yes, mm-hmm. and just to be able to like, if she was actually coming with me in person, like to talk to her, that'd yeah. be crazy. Yeah. And then the last one, I'm gonna go with. Oh, gosh. This is hard. I feel like you're going to throw out a rapper. I, I honestly am <laughs> thinking, like, is there a rapper I would take with me? Um, I'm going to go. I feel like I have to run the boards now. So I'm going to go with uh, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Wow, yeah, you did run it. You did run yeah. it. Yeah. See, I don't know who that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a, um, his real name's Donald Glover. If, okay. Have you seen the live action Lion King? Nope. Okay. Maybe. Have you ever heard of a show called Community? Oh, gosh, you guys, I'm so sheltered. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> I mean, you could have accidentally even seen Community. Well, he, he's the voice for Simba in oh, the okay. live action yeah, Lion King. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's I, know a good, I know Simba. <laughs> he's like a smooth R&B gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, Look uh, yeah. at you all yeah, over the yeah, board. Yeah, I know. That's good. So we had so we had Bon Jovi, Carrie Underwood, Challenge Cambino. I feel like that is your generation's Playlist like one classic, one country, right. one R and B. I like it. Yeah, yeah, that's that feels that feels mm-hmm. right. It's a little bit of everything, yeah. you know. Never get too bored. That's right. That's it's the like it's the Apple Music generation. Honestly, the Spotify. Yeah, I'm, I was gonna say I'm a Spotify, Spotify user. Pandora, that whole like yeah. jump from thing to thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's good. Okay, now top three books you would bring with you on the desert island. Okay, so one. How to Kill a Mockingbird. It's one of my favorite books of all time. Um, Classic. Yeah. And then two, I would say, oh gosh. um, I'd say The Power of One. It takes place in like, like Nazi Germany era type thing. Um, It's not based on a true story, but Mm. it's a really good read. And then hmm, something like a little bit more lighthearted. I'm gonna go with. Oh gosh, it's hard. There's so many books. Um, I'm gonna go with like a Dr. Seuss book, like any of them. Okay. They're just fun, and yeah. you can read them over and over and over again. Yeah. 
Like, oh, the places you go is oh, my favorite. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. Or like one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. That's great. So you're Rita. watching. So while you're watching Saving Private Ryan, listen to Bon Jovi, read yourself some one fish, two fish, red right, fish. Right, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. You have to have variety, yes, especially you do. if you're going to be stranded on a desert island. Like, you never want to get bored. It's true. You don't. Here is uh, our final category. This is one that Bryn wanted me to continue in our questionnaire, our I Desert Island. This, you yes, guys, you did. Because. Because I didn't have any survival tools. No, Philip didn't even because think about it. Because that would be typical me. I'd be like, well, you do I have books and things? <laughs> <laughs> you need survival tools. Yes. You're on a desert island. <laughs> yes. So, and everybody else, and I was like, well, obviously survival tools, blah, blah, blah. I thought that was weird. But then, you know what? Everybody outvoted me. Everybody likes this category. So, we're going to keep it in the, the podcast. It's good. Uh, uh, <laughs> I know. Everybody <laughs> loves it. So, your desert island top three survival tools that you would bring with you okay. on this island well number one a machete i mean you can do Same. so many different yeah. things see yeah. that's what's amazing i would have i would have not even come close to bringing a machete this is how little i would survive in this place <laughs> <laughs> well okay here's the thing with a machete you can cut things down like if you want to build shelter, yeah, yep. Then you can kill things for food, yep. And if anyone else happens to stumble upon the island, you just look real badass yeah. with a machete it's in your hand, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, I'm not gonna mess with her. She no. has a machete. I so. definitely get the strength of the machete now, for sure. It's been articulated. <laughs> I'd bring a machete. All right, machete number one. Okay, I would say rope. Okay, rope it's number good. two. You See, can that's our first rope answer. You can do so many things with it. It's true. So I got a machete and I have a rope. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm that's gonna, the first time. I'm mm -hmm. going to bring like a bunch of like flares, you know, so I can get off the island, right? So oh, if, if like a boat, flare if, heard, a, if a boat's passing by, like, you know, like snap it in half and it's like, I'm over here. Come get me. That's smart. Yeah. Or well, also if I need to start, you know, fire, just. Yeah. Wow. See, that was good. See, wow. you know what? I, yeah. I mean, I just knew she was going to have good answers, but. I stand corrected, Bryn. This is a good category. We haven't had that many of the same answer. Yeah. I was, I like I'm surprised it. by this. I'm surprised by this particular category. Okay. Oh, we have one more category. Do you remember? No. What is it? The three people you would oh, have yeah. on yeah, the yeah. island yeah, with yeah, you, yeah. but it cannot be. Did we say living or dead? Or did we just say three people currently living in your stratosphere? What did we kind of say on that one? Well, gosh, I don't know. Because we can three do people, it. anybody. Yeah, it can just be three anybody people. living or dead. I, I let's okay. just say. Let's, let's just, do it. Okay. Living or dead, three people on the island with you. Okay. So number one, I'm taking my sister Paige. She makes me laugh like the most okay. out of every person. I like that. like yeah. you need someone to Make you are you, stuck on a desert island. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Entertainment. Some, right. Entertainment. Like, she literally makes me laugh, like, every single awesome. time we're hanging out. Awesome. So, I have my sister. Um, then I'm going to go with Bear Grylls because he knows how to survive <laughs> yes. people. Wow. Like I he's, love Bear Grylls. He's the survival guy. And he yeah. seems so nice, too. Right. So, I feel like I'd be in, like perfect hands okay you know and you wouldn't have to do as much exactly <laughs> and like i feel like it just raises your like level of survival oh for sure like yeah. 10 times yeah. and then the third person so we have entertainment we have someone who's going to keep us alive yep that's key and then i would say my third person that i'm bringing on the island is i'm gonna go with 
Jalen Suggs. Oh my so gosh. So if you don't know who Jalen oh Suggs gosh. is, he's <laughs> I don't. Yeah, it's okay. I know him. So he um <laughs> he's a basketball player at Gonzaga. Oh. Um and he's like one of the most talented like basketball players in the entire tournament. Gonzaga should have won the game. Like, very disappointed that they didn't for anyone who knows basketball. Tough game. Um, But I have, like, the biggest crush on Jalen Suggs. I think he's so attractive. (laughs) And, like, he's, um, yeah. So I'm, you know. Would definitely increase your chances of of, of ending up with Jalen Suggs if there were only three people on the island. Exactly. I mean, I'd have, like. could, like, build your house and stuff for you. Right, exactly. And Jalen could just. Exactly. And, like, like, I'd have to be like, Paige, like, let me have this one, you know? (laughs) She got bears. Right, exactly. You know, she's older anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's awful. But, I I mean, I I think it's just, like, you know, three great people to spend your time with there you know it sounds very entertaining <laughs> yeah very it could entertaining. be like it would definitely be like a reality show-esque yeah, type that's of for sure. you know because you have bear grills and then you have me and my sister who would have their own thing going yeah on. we'd have our own thing and then there's just like <laughs> basketball player <laughs> random like basketball sucks. player oh hanging out. yeah just hanging out that's, yeah. awesome. that's awesome well that is an interesting trio that you brought there to yeah. the to the to the island. Your answers have all been interesting. I've really <laughs> really got a kick yes. out of them. It's what I love about the about the desert island top threes. Yeah, yeah. So that's I like it. that's great. Well, Lauren, uh, thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys yes. for having me. We're really excited that you uh, that you're working here. Um, we're excited that you get to help the families that we serve, and you also get to help them in a really unique way with the yeah. connection you have. Yeah, I love working here. Awesome. It's, it's well, awesome. I am glad to hear that. That's I mean, great. we'd love to have you. I wouldn't be coming at 9 in the morning to just any place. Yes. <laughs> I love my sleep. <laughs> so yeah, so we feel special. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, and so uh, so as we said, anybody who has a chance to, to come on in or, or if you ever call, Lauren is the first person you'll see when you come on in. So yep. make sure to, to say hi and, and talk uh, talk Saving Private Ryan and college basketball with her. She'll know both of those yeah. really well. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Lauren. Yeah, thank Thanks, you guys Lauren. so much. All right.